Welcome to Jesus Joy and Java, a podcast for women of any age and in any stage of life who are seeking to draw closer to God through His Word. My name is Patty Nava, and my mission is to walk beside you on our spiritual journey by studying the scriptures together to strengthen our faith. We are now in season two of the Jesus Joy and Java podcast. This is a season to nurture and grow our fruit of the Spirit. I pray you will be encouraged and that this will be a blessed and fruitful season for you, my sweet sister. Now let's get ready to fill our cup with Jesus, Joy, and Java. Welcome to Season 2 of the Jesus Joy and Java Podcast. Today's episode will be all about introducing this season's topic, the fruit of the Spirit. Unless you're driving, if you have your Bibles open, please turn to Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 to 25. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such, there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Sisters, the next nine weeks, we will be learning all about the fruit of the Spirit, how to grow it, how to nurture it, and how to apply the fruit to our lives. So in today's introductory episode, I want us to understand why Paul wrote about the fruit of the Spirit and what it means to us as Christ followers. So we've already read Galatians 5, 22 to 25, but if we look at the previous verses, 16 to 21 of Galatians of chapter 5, we see that before Paul talks about the fruit of the Spirit, he talks about the fruit that comes from our sin. Let's read those verses together. Galatians 5, 16 to 21. So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other, so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. The acts of the flesh are obvious, sexual immorality, impurity, and debauchery, idolatry, and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. So in these verses, Paul is warning us that without the Spirit of God, this is the type of fruit that sin in our lives will produce. We all bear some sort of fruit, but the question is, Does that fruit reflect the world's standards or 
does it reflect Christ's standards? Whenever we see the word fruit in the scriptures, it is usually referring to being Christ-like. Christ said we are known by our fruit, referring to the traits Paul just listed in Galatians 5.22-25. Christ was an example of every single one of these traits. As Christ followers, we need to strive to do the same in our everyday walk with Jesus. It is not as easy as it sounds, though. For some, it may come naturally to be patient or joyful all the time. But for some of us, we had to learn it the hard way through trials. Someone once told me not to ask God for more patience. Well, I wasn't really sure what they meant by that until I asked God for more patience. And then the trials started to get bigger and more frequent. Have you ever heard someone say, you can really see the fruit in her life, or, wow, she's bearing good fruit. What does that even mean? And how do we know when we are producing the fruit of the Spirit? When someone says they can see the fruit in our lives, it means they can see that our attitude, our speech, and our behavior is a reflection of our obedience to God. They are able to see that there is spiritual growth in our life because our heart and mind is being filled with God's word and we are being obedient to the Holy Spirit. This is not only a blessing to you, but to all of those around you because they can see it and they can feel the love in your heart. As I mentioned in the previous series of the Proverbs 31 woman, my life, my heart, and my mind was completely transformed when I accepted Jesus Christ. People who knew me before I was saved saw me going from being angry to being joyful. So when we see the positive changes in behavior and character in ourselves or in others, we know we are producing good fruit, or as they say, living a fruitful life. However, this transformation does not happen overnight. It is through Jesus and Jesus only that we are transformed. The Holy Spirit enters our hearts and minds to guide us, to give us discernment. It is through Him that we become a new creation, just as it says in 2 Corinthians 5.17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. When we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit starts to dwell in our heart and starts to work within us to be more like Christ every day. So as a result, there will be a change in our lifestyle when we start to pursue what pleases Christ instead of trying to keep up with the world. We receive the fruit of the Spirit as soon as we receive Christ as our Lord and Savior. However, it is up to us to nurture this fruit. It may take years for your life to produce good fruit, but just remember that the fruit of the Spirit is already within you. Did you notice that it says fruit and not fruits? 
We get the whole fruit basket, sisters. God doesn't just give us one or two fruit. We get all of them. But it is up to us to make sure that we will flourish. Listen to this analogy of the tree and the vine that Jesus uses in chapter 15 of John. I'm sorry. Um, sorry. Yes, chapter 15, <laughs> excuse me, verses 4 to 8. It says, remain in me and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine. And you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Yes, I am the vine. You are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a useless branch and withers. Such branches are gathered into a pile to be burned. So yes, just as a good tree produces good fruit, a healthy Christian produces healthy fruit. We can usually look at a tree and be able to tell if it's thriving, right? We can also tell from the roots if it is grounded enough to feed all of the branches in order to produce good fruit. So sisters, if we aren't plugged into God's word and clinging on to Jesus like a branch to a tree, we will not flourish. In other words, we will not produce the fruit of the spirit in our heart and mind. And just like a tree's root dies, we die spiritually. As Christ followers, we are to produce good fruit. We do this with activities such as uh, reading our Bible every day, praying daily, serving at our church, or being in fellowship with other believers. These are just some examples. Developing a healthy relationship with Christ and staying connected to the vine will allow us to grow to flourish, and to produce healthy fruit in our lives. So on the other hand, the believer that doesn't abide in Christ and does not stay close to fellowship with Christ does not produce good fruit. But don't forget that in order to produce good fruit, we must be planted in good soil. We must be watered daily. And this begins with submitting our life to Jesus every day, surrendering to him by being in the scriptures and obeying his word every single day. So what does it mean to surrender daily? Hmm. It means that we do not live according to this world's standards. We do not live by the flesh, but rely on God to get us through daily challenges and trials. His Holy Spirit helps us respond with love, joy, peace, patience, gentleness, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and self-control. It is so easy to allow our flesh to get in the way. However, we can overcome this by nurturing our spirit daily. If we want to nurture the fruit of the spirit daily, we must ask the Holy Spirit to fill us each and every day with God's strength and his power to be obedient so that we may grow and bear fruit. As 
Jesus instructed us in Luke eleven thirteen. it says, if you then being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Wow. So you see, if we try to grow the fruit of the spirit on our own strength, we will fail. We can't just tell ourselves that we're going to be more patient, we're going to be more kind and gentle. No, it's not possible to accomplish this on our own strength. That is why it's called the fruit of the Spirit, referring to the Holy Spirit, and it can only come from God. So let's review. Now that we have a better understanding of why Paul warns us that without the Spirit of God, our lives will only produce sin. We also talked about what it means to live a fruitful life and how to nurture the Holy Spirit to grow the fruit of the Spirit that begins dwelling with us as soon as we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior. But now we must know what each one of this fruit is and how to apply this fruit to our lives according to Christ's standards. So that is the purpose of this series of the Fruit of the Spirit. And I hope that you will join me for the next nine weeks as we explore a new fruit every week. My prayer is that you will gain a deeper understanding Grow these fruits and live out each fruit in your daily walk with Jesus to grow closer to him. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. If you have rated this podcast or shared it with your sister friends, I appreciate you and send you a big special thank you. Please don't forget to follow Jesus, Joy, and Java on Facebook at fb.com slash JesusJoyJava. Also on Instagram at JesusJoy underscore Java. And on YouTube at JesusJoyAndJava. Feel free to email me at pattyjavanava at yahoo.com. Your feedback means a lot to me. Thank you for listening, and I pray your cup may always be filled with Jesus, Joy, and Java.